Rise above, train hard, dream big. The RTD Podcast with Tam and Dez. Welcome to another episode of Rise, Train, Dream. We are your hosts, Dez and Tam, and we have a couple of special guests today. We'll allow you to introduce yourself. Real special. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about how you got started and your story. Maybe just start from the beginning and uh, we'll... We'll poke at you here and there and ask some questions. Well, ladies, ladies first. first. Okay. Am I right? You already knew he was going to do yeah, that. Right? Well, I have to figure, yeah, I Yeah. got to figure out how it's done first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Bailey DeShane. I'm a pro strong woman here from Alberta, Canada. I'm 27 years old. I think I got my pro card when I was 22, so it's been a while now since I've been competing internationally. Aren't you the youngest in Canada? Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. These girls are getting younger and stronger, so somebody's going to take that title for me pretty soon here. But, uh, yeah, 22, the youngest in Canada to receive her pro status at a show. Um, uh, I got into it. I was actually in school for massage therapy, so I'm an RMT, and... I had a classmate, her and her boyfriend were both competing. So I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'll, like, I'll, I'll go and watch. And that's where, like, J.F. Caron was. And I was meeting, like, Canada's Strongest Man. And then all these, like, local strong people just lifting weights. And I was like, is this how you guys stay in shape? Like, you're not running on a treadmill or doing the elliptical? I was like, okay, all right, I'll give this a shot. And, yeah, the first first day in the gym. <laughs> First day in the gym with them. I haven't looked back. So, yeah, I've been competing full-time for eight years now. And I've just fallen in love with it. And, yeah, I don't know. It's totally, totally different compared to what I've ever done. And I played a lot of sports growing up, too. Uh, solo and team sports. But this is this is something else. And that's how I met Josh. I was wondering. I was wondering if yeah. you guys met competing. or We did, actually. We met competing at the same competition. Yep. So. Nice. Yeah. Well, I got into Strongman. Well, I mean, I've always been a fan of Strongman growing up. Um, it's one thing that I used to do with my dad all the time. We used to watch the World's Strongest Man show every time it come on and everything. And yeah, uh, I was actually prepping for a powerlifting meet when one of my buddies was like, hey, there's an amateur show, Strongman show happening in Chilliwack in a couple months. Like, we should go do it. And and no idea even how people got into the sport, let alone, you know, like you see it and you just like, I don't know, you don't know anybody that does it or mm-hmm. anything like that. You just kind of see it and it's like all these guys are lifting these random things and you go to a gym and nobody has it. So that's true. Yeah, you're just kind of like, I don't know how they do it. So we said, you know what, screw it, let's try. So we signed up for it and a lot of the guys there were super helpful. And so I kind of, you know, talked to my coach at the time and he's like, yeah, no, let's give it a try. Why not? What's the worst that can happen? So I went out there and I did really well for myself and instantly was like, yeah, nope, this is this is for me. Gave up on that dream of powerlifting and <laughs> pursued strongman. So that was back in 2016 and that's actually the same year I met Bailey. We competed at the same mm-hmm. show in Spruce Grove mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I've been... I've done a lot of shows, actually, way too many. Oof. <laughs> too many to count. Too many to count. But, uh, yeah, I've done a lot of shows. In 2021, I won BC Strongest Man, which 
got me my invite to nationals same year. I placed third, which earned me my pro card. Nice. So I've been on the circuit de homes. That's this right here, the Canadian pro circuit ever since. And I've competed in the amateur Arnold classic, competed in the Magnus classic uh, qualifier and a couple circuit pro shows. So yeah, Western Canada's strongest man. I competed there. I got ninth. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun little ride. I kind of want to know what's your uh, like what's your end goal with it? Or are you just okay? So just having fun now. Honestly, for me, I'm one of the few people that I like. I, I grew up playing sports. Like same thing. Like Bailey, you know, like most of us, we grew up playing sports. Um, and my end goal was just like my goal in general was just to find something that I love to do and have fun. Like after I played a lot of football in uh, um, junior high and high school. And then after that, it was like trying to find something to replicate it, right? Something, some, something strength-related and whatnot. So it found Strongman and found this whole group of misfit underground weirdos that are just some of the most lovely people you've ever met. Like, it's insane. It's the only time you see these giant men that are just absolutely sweethearts. Like, they all are. So... Um, I found this and it's yeah so it's been it's been insane so like my when I first started my goals were I wanted to win a provincial title I wanted to hit a 400 log press and I wanted to get a circus dumbbell record and you've so, done all that haven't you well I've done the I have the circus dumbbell record in Canada for the amateurs I won my provincial title. I haven't hit that 400 log press yet. But it's on the way, though. Yeah. Getting it's close. Coming. It's getting, getting close. close. So, but since earning my pro card, um, my goals have shifted a little bit. Like, I still want to compete and push myself and, you know, do better and keep going. But I'm more I, – I do this sport because I love it. Like, I, I legitimately have so much fun win or lose like everybody you know everybody wants to win i want to win i want to go to a show i want to win it blah, blah 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 i'd be lying if i said that i didn't but at the end of the day like i go there just like i go there to have fun i that's i get to hang out with people i get to meet new people um you know i get to be i, I get to be a, a spokesperson for the sport oh, right 100%. like i get to take these experiences and bring them back and you know tell people all about it and promote like just having fun in the sport like this is one of the few sports that I've ever done like it's a it's a singular sport like it's a it's a one person sport that you play as a team right like you're always against everybody but your biggest competition are also your biggest cheerleaders Oh yeah, I've like no, I've noticed that. Like, oh, it's crazy. So it does seem like so much more supportive than Oh, it really so you know, like in 2018 sport. at Calgary Strongest um it was me against Ryan Vance, actually, one of the judges for the Strongman Classic there. And it came down to the stone-off. So we were going back and forth, and I went first, and he's going, he's going, he's going, and he started to struggle. So I'm in there yelling in his ear, screaming at him, like, one more rep, let's go, let's go, let's go, you need one more. And he hit it. Like, he finally gets his rep over, and he damn near blacked out doing it, but he got it. <laughs> and so that actually, he won... The, he won the overall show. Like, I won my weight class, but and he won the overall show. So, but at the end of it, like, it was his mom or dad. Somebody came up to me, and they're like, what? I, I don't understand. You you cheered him on to beat you. I was like, well, yeah. 
It's like he's one of my training partners. Like he's one of my good friends. I want him to. I want him to do well. They're like, yeah, but he wouldn't have gotten that rep if you didn't cheer him on. Yeah, like, that's the you, point. You, yeah. You, yeah, you cheered him on to beat you. I was like, yeah, and it's awesome. Now I get to train twice as hard to try to beat him the next time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like the look on their face, they were just so shocked. Like, like people, people don't. They, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> but like, strongman in that sense is so different. You know, like you'll have your biggest rival. Like, you know, I, I compete against guys like so Colton Sloan, James Jeffers. These are guys like. You'll hear us talking smack back and forth over social media and whatnot. Like we're always ribbing each other. And, you know, like, you look at it, and a lot of people would be like, do you guys, like, hate each other? Like, no, like, <laughs> these guys are literally my best friends. And I'm like, we go up against each other, like, oh, yeah, he kicked my ass at this show, but you know what, I beat him in this event, and, you know, like, I tried to do this, and, you know, it's that it's that camaraderie of it. So you get to push each other to go, to go further, you know, push it a little harder, keep going. Yeah, it's it's great. It's a nice, it's a nice weird little family. For those... Uh, people just getting started in the sport. Can you walk us through what it takes like to get your pro card? Like, What are the steps to do that? So in Canada, uh, we now have <laughs> Strongman Court Canada. So that is lined up with the U.S. and as well as the rest of the world. Um, so you start at a provincial qualifier, so just find any local show that is hosted by Strongman Corporation. And you have to place like top three-ish, depending on your weight class, and then you qualify for provincials. Same thing, need like top three-ish, depending, go to nationals. And if you do well at nationals, then that's usually where you uh, win your pro card if you place first in each weight class. Um, But you also get to go to the Arnold Amateur World Championships. It's in Ohio every single year in March. Arnold Schwarzenegger hosts it. I don't know if you know him or not. Might have heard his name. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's where you compete against all the top amateurs in the world. And you can win a world title. Um, just trying to get your name out there, representing your country. Uh, if you win there, then I know the men get an invite to the Arnold Pro Stage uh, for the open men. And then for the women, we usually have two weight classes. It's like a middleweight and a heavyweight. You'll get onto the pro stage. Yeah, the year after. Um, So I've been on the pro stage at the Arnold. That was in 2020. And that's where I was competing against women that I've been following and looked up to. And now I had to compete right beside you. And I was like, what? Do I belong here? Oh, this is yeah. wild. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like all of a sudden your your idols become your rivals. Yeah. yeah that's cool. You and spend more time like Yeah. God, oh yeah, I know yeah. you're like, oh my god, oh I fo- oh I followed you forever. Like I've seen your entire journey. <laughs> this is amazing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna kick my ass, but th- this is an honor. Yeah. <laughs> and now that's you. So cool. Like people are like, oh there she is. Like, yeah. yeah. Bailey gets it a fair bit actually yeah. in, in in Canada, yeah. Well, because cool. she's a five-time, five-time deadlift record holder, all in five different deadlifts variations. So there's a lot of the girls that really look up to her, and they're, they're like, they're coming for my numbers. Yeah, yeah. they're trying. Yeah, they've got yeah. you. She's pregnant right now, so you know she's allowing oh, them to catch hard. up. Yeah, she's allowing them to catch up. They're creeping up. Well, you'll have that mama bear strength. Too, exactly. Yeah. But uh, going back to your question there, so you can start out. So with with Strongman Corp, like. We have a novice division, a rookie division, 
and then it goes into like respective weight classes so you don't just have to be you know the big 300 pound giants that you see walking around like it's we have a weight class for you well it's literally for everybody there's a weight class for everybody there's a weight class like we have masters competitors like it's we have team competitors you know we opened up a team division recently so and then shows like this the fitness and classic right like this show has been around for 19 years and this is how so many athletes have gotten started right mm-hmm. it's a novice show put on here in cranbrook and it allows athletes to come out and try things that you know you'd never you know you see on tv but you don't really know how to get into it and then you meet this whole underground community yeah, yeah. and you know like find out where all the actual gyms and stuff are for this so totally um yeah. and i think like you've mentioned it a couple times now too about like how like odd the events are like so how would somebody even think about beginning to train for one because i feel like a lot of people <laughs> i've seen this like in our own gym kind of like flop with this yeah. one is like you know they think they just have to do bench squat dead mm. it's like well it's so yes like your no. your squat and your deadlift are definitely like a key element to ever like deadlift mm-hmm. everything is based off of a deadlift like they're definitely functional you want yeah to keep everything off the ground like program so if you're training in a commercial gym um that do, that you don't have access to a lot of the specialized equipment like there is ways around it um Amy Boyd actually so her first few years doing this like she's a CrossFit athlete so she had access to like some things but most of it was stuff that she either acquired being around the farm or found you know like there's athletes that go out and go down to the river and pick up stones natural stones right just to get a feel for different things we've even done that we do that on our walks (laughs) that's a great idea Um, but like your basic your squat your deadlift and then not so much bench it's more overhead Overhead, Mm -hmm. so like at the end of the day strong strong is strong Mm -hmm. um but like with the technique and stuff so that's where that's where you find it really pays off there was actually an athlete last year um she she won her pro card um tamara she's from uh she's from the island in vancouver there like just a insanely strong athlete like she is a tank she's a beast (laughs) like she she came in with very little implement training um like she spent a couple weeks hands-on before she did her qualifier and then again a couple weeks hand-on for provincials and stuff and just that brute strength alone she was able to make it through so um like i actually have an athlete that trains out of an anytime fitness and Mm -hmm. she got second place at the sasquatch show so like it is it's just little ways around it like you can you can take a lot of your basic gym lifts and combine it with a little bit of power lifting and a little bit of ollie lifting and a lot of it will transfer over just got to get creative what did you say ollie lifting olympic lifting oh sorry. okay <laughs> like what's ollie lifting i didn't know that. Body, yeah bodybuilders yeah no, <laughs> <laughs> no, i get it i've heard yeah. of olympic lifting yeah <laughs> You've been in a gym for how long now? No. I know. I know. That's what I was thinking in my head. I'm like, why have I heard of this? Yeah. <laughs> um, and kind of one thing too, because you, I think somebody mentioned it there. Is there a big difference between like female and male, like strongman sports or strong person? I guess like 
the women are freakishly strong? <laughs> no, like, honestly... Um, or is it pretty, like, fair? Everything... Well, I wouldn't say fair. Everything's... It's, it's becoming more fair. So, like, with the increase of females competing now, like, Bailey was one of, like, what, f- three people in Alberta for the longest time? For it was you, Alyssa, and Allison, just in general, competing. Oh, yeah, there was, well, Allison, I don't know what Allison was even doing that year, but yeah. it was 2016, Alberta's Strongest Woman. We had three girls, me, Alyssa, and Bev. Yeah, Bev, yeah. there we And we were in wow. a different weight class each, so we each won a provincial title. We all got to go to nationals, but we just fought for the overall title, mm-hmm. the three of us. And now we're looking at... Well, we have 75 athletes total, like, we have... So for our provincials this year, we have a potential 75 athletes total, and 50%. over half of them are women. At least 50% are women. amazing. So it's, it's, it's definitely come a long way. I think, like, just more of the fact that um, that stereotype of being strong, you know, is starting to get lifted. Like, yeah. I, know, I know a lot of not only women, men and, like, men and women both, you know, that, like, if I lift weights, I'm gonna get bulky, mm. right? Yeah. That 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 got old. I know that thing that yeah. drives us all crazy. Um, that yeah, you're gonna grab a barbell and all of a sudden. Hulk if you want right? to get bulky, then you'll get bulky. You'll do the exercises to There's, make you. Yeah. It takes a long time to get to that sense, but like. Well, and that also requires a lot of eating too, right? Oh, totally. <laughs> like you're not well, gonna get bulky if you're not eating. No, yeah. There's there's a whole lifestyle change to get that way, but. I think with that, like, no, like, because there's now more and more women that are getting involved in the sport and passing it along and everything, and there's a lot more opportunities. I know in Alberta, we have in Edmonton and Calgary, we actually have, like, at our gyms, um, nights designed for women to come into the gym, and it's a non-intimidating environment. There's coaches there to help and show them, walk them through like all of the implements if they want to try something strongman, power lifting, you know, you got moss wrestling, grip sport, all of these strength sports that they can try mm-hmm. and see, you know, to get a feel for it. Again, in that non-intimidating environment where they can see that it's that strongman and power, like power lifting and these strength sports are very supportive. Um, and again, like you'll see so many shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. I've been to shows where I've walked in, you know, and there are just massive, massive human beings Sometimes all around. Sometimes you're the smallest guy. Well, yeah. Shows up. Yeah. You're like, Two, what? 270 pounds and I'm the smallest I'm guy at some of these shows. <laughs> like, but, so, I've I've actually competed alongside of, like, so, William Murray. He's, yeah. he want, he's a U82 pro. Yeah. And he's freakishly strong and he's... he's yeah. Like, he's, he's, <laughs> he's tiny, like... For his size, he's jacked. Yeah. Like, he looks like he could step on stage to bodybuild, right? Like, he, oh, he's yeah. jacked. And that kid can put up so much weight. Like, it's absolutely insane. He outlifts me in a lot of grip events. Like, it's he it's it's crazy, his strength. So, like, this, this sport welcomes everybody in that sense. So, like, the increase for the women has been insane. Like, going forward, I mean... Um, Rogue just bought out the was it Rogue? Yeah. Bought no, I'm shaking the, my head. It's, it's yeah, like so the Arnold Sports over, yeah the Arnold Sports Festival used to for the strongmen used to only be the men. 
the yeah. pro men they're on the stage. They're only interested in the men. Yeah, they're only interested in the strong woman. We're ran by Strongman Corp and yeah. well, the kind of did our own thing. Yeah, the first year that it happens, like they had the men and women competed at the same time, kind of. Yeah. Like the focus was always on the men and the women. Yeah. Were kind of the, but we had different events. The women's were almost like the sideshow, you know, to get the warmed up for the men. Mm-hmm. Well, this year, uh, yeah, Rogue took it over. They put up the same prize money for the women. Same events. Same events. Same stage. Same, same stage. Exposure. Same everything. So being there and seeing that, like, I would say the women had the same, if not more, people watching than the men. That's amazing. It's 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 absolutely like there's there's a definite shift, right? Like the not I can't take anything away from it. Like the men are it's insane, right? You just you're seeing these massive giants lifting the weights, it's crazy. Oh yeah. But, but I mean, then on the turnaround, you know, you see the women that some of them are. It, like they are they're giants they're huge they're strong but then you get some that are just tiny petite you know they don't like they, they look the part but not really mm-hmm. and they're out there just doing the same thing doing the exact same thing like throwing these weights around and you're just like deadlifting 500 pounds and you're like <laughs> yeah mind blowing yeah like yeah. where you know I think the there's a lady in UK that just did 664 or something like that or 682 or something like insane but these are weights that, like, open men would be doing in their shows. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they would be doing in their qualifiers, and these are now, the women are making it look easy. Wow. Yeah, that's damn like, impressive. Yeah. There's been shows that. where Bailey's out deadlifted me. <laughs> I'll admit it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say Good anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have noticed that trend in the weight room as well. Like, 20 years ago, I'd go in the weight room, and I'd be the only woman in mm-hmm. there for, mm-hmm. like the whole workout and now it's well then I, you get they look at 50, you 50, yeah they sure. look at you like you're crazy do for i being there, right? yeah, yeah i felt yeah. like i was an Are imposter yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or when there's a women's only section in the gym too but you don't want to work out in there it's like well it I almost, don't know. almost <laughs> fe- it almost fuels that stereotype yeah, right like totally. oh yeah. you, if you're doing that you need to be off to the side sweetie like just yeah, yeah. Or if it's busy you or it's hide. too busy here for me i better go yeah. back in the ladies yeah no whereas now it's funny so like when strength edge first opened it was very much a powerlifting gym with a little bit of strongman now it's very much 50 50 but in the past two years the amount of women compared to men doing strongman is like the women out outnumber the men yeah there's definitely more of us so there at any given time like there'll be me and maybe one or two others in there and there's eight to ten women (laughs) at all times yeah and it's like hey i gotta train events here i'll wait sorry (laughs) i'll wait till you're done yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'll go over here let's be a bystander (laughs) where's the men's only section hide in the corner now (laughs) yes i love it are you done with that yeah Yeah. right (laughs) sorry yeah i just gotta lower the weight here and do my set oh that's good yeah but it's it's crazy to see the transition and like it's watching more and more people even attempt it right so again, like this, the the fitness and classic here, like, you know, we just did our rules meeting and everything, and you look at the variety of people in there. Like the age range, exactly. it always shocks me. Like some of the ladies that get out there, you know, they're in their like seventies or something, yeah. and you're like, wow, like. Oh, exactly. Congratulations. I think this year for the girls, like for the women, it's like eighteen to. I don't want 
want to say 50, but... Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Eight, eight, 18 to late 40s, probably, I early say, 50s. Yeah. We wow, even have a mom-daughter duo competing. Yeah. I love like that. It's, too. it's insane. Mm -hmm. So, and I mean, and even for the men, like, there's more and more um, men that are coming out. And, like, older men, they're getting, you know, they're finding they're getting into it. You know, they actually found something that interests them. Like, we can all say that we love, you know, you love hitting the gym. You love training. You love this. You love this. But how boring does it get after a while doing the same things? Oh, right? Yeah. Like, I think we all have the days. Where exactly. We're like, oh. Whereas now for us, like, our workouts, if our, if our workout's getting boring, it's our own fault. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so, like, we're not just using machines. We're not just using barbells and plates and stuff. Like, there's logs there's or, kegs there's stones there's it, it's random imp like you name it we lift it so mm -hmm. <laughs> i think sometimes too when your workouts get boring like you're uninspired so having totally. a goal or a sport that you're passionate about keeps that fire going and yeah. you're less likely totally. to fall off of and i think that's why routine. we've lasted so long in this sport i'm not bored i haven't taken it this is my first break i'm eight months pregnant <laughs> I'm still pulling trucks because I love it, and I'm bored. Now is now is the only anything. time where the guys actually are like, "Oh, sweetie, do you need help?" <laughs> Before they're like, yeah. "Ah, she's fine." Yeah. <laughs> you want me to carry that for you? Yeah. No. She's, lo she's loading her own weights, and they're like, yeah, "What? She's psycho." And now, now finally, they're like, "Oh, let me help." So. Yeah. And the equipment yeah. is so different. I remember we first got that log press thing oh, in the I gym. Know. And it was in the way. And I nonchalantly walk up and like go to move it. And I couldn't even like move it. Oh, oh yeah. Like, yeah. Somebody, somebody oh. asked me one time. They're like, can you show me how to use that? I'm like, uh, <laughs> I was like, I can get it to here. I was like, I don't know about up here. And that's without any weight on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, uh, it's fun. Well, the lightest log that we have at our gym is 72 pounds. So it's yeah, pretty heavy. It's well, and it's that transition, right? It's like from exactly. if you've ever seen a log, like sometimes you can pick it up. It's just that transition of like rolling yeah, it up your body. How, knowing like how to use your body. Well, and that's the thing. Yeah. So like strongman's very much full body. Yeah. You know, like yeah, okay, we have our deadlifts, we have our like events where it's stationary. You know, sometimes there's a, a squat, so, like that. The deadlift is a deadlift. It is what it is. But then you know, like sandbag. A yoke yeah. carry, the log press, like all of these are full body movements. Like going well, back to the log, yes, it's an yeah. overhead event, but where does it start? The log starts on the ground, so you have to, you with have to good deadlift form, it, yeah. deadlift it up off the ground. To your lap, yeah. and then it's the you hip thrust and the roll. You need to use your hips and your upper back to roll it to your chest, and then it's yeah. an overhead press. Yeah. And, and like I find chest. with strongmen, it's like so much technique based compared to like other things like powerlifting. I like you can get away with maybe technique not being the greatest. Yeah, I think bench press is the only one where you're tech. Well, deadlift too, but like strong, like a lot of it, like you're saying, like you can brute force it, right? Yeah. Whereas strongman, you can brute force it to an extent. It might but hurt, hurt later, but yeah, you're gonna feel it. But like I've seen like the Atlas Stones, for example. I think that's probably one of the most difficult events for people, especially if they don't have access yep. to it. Like, they'll get out there and be like, oh, my yeah, goodness. What the? Like, and I've just watched the difference between someone who's clearly practiced with a stone versus someone oh, who's yeah, never tell. seen that yep. implement before. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you just, the technique, right? Oh, 100%. Like, that person might, like you said, brute force it up. 
but they probably won't get it all the way up. <laughs> no, and if they're they really do, they they're gonna yeah. feel it. So, yeah. And they're only doing it once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but that's why I was like I was saying, you know, like for your gym lifts and stuff like that, you know, you focus on your main muscle builds. Um, I'll hammer your accessories. Your accessories are key. Your accessories are where you actually will build your functional strength. Don't max out every week. No. You're yeah, just, don't max yeah. out every week. But Frying like, your nervous system, you're yeah. not going to get any gains. It doesn't matter point. how many squats you do, how many deadlifts you do, how many overhead presses you do. Yes, you'll get stronger, but all of those little um, stabilizers, the little muscles that help out, those need to be hammered. But again, like you can do your gym lifts and then, like we said, go out to a river, find some stones, Find anything, any odd, any random odd object, just to get a feel for lifting things. If you can go out and lift like a the stones, that'll give you a really good feel going forward for a lot of different yeah. events. I know that there's a lot of people, women especially that I've talked to out there, that want to do a strongman, and they are scared. They're so scared to do it just because it is something new. There's not, you know, the equipment to train it's with. It's not available. It. Like just not sure but i feel like this novice event here you have to put in the reps at some point so setting a goal like doing your first show just going in the show and experiencing the equipment and Mm -hmm. how everything feels and watching other people and being part of that scene is it's so important and i feel like just stepping outside of that comfort zone setting a goal like pick a show sign up commit to it and then you know the next one will be a little bit easier and yeah that's what i did i think i trained and again like never really lifted a barbell ever i went straight into strongman i think i trained maybe three months and then went into my first show came dead last (laughs) i don't think i zeroed anything but like i moved things throughout the day yeah but yeah dead last I wasn't discouraged. I was just like, okay. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> okay. I, I need a little bit more practice. Trained the rest of the year, and then I came, well, I think there was only four girls at my next show, but I came second out of four, and then it's just been up uphill, uphill from there because I just stayed consistent, and it is something that I love doing, and it was a challenge, so. It's almost, it's addicting. It's addicting in yes. a sense because mm-hmm. you push your body, you know, you push your body to a certain point and you're exhausted, you're tired, you know, everything hurts and it's like, oh, okay, what else can I do? You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's actually a good point um, with pushing yourself because, like, I mean, this is a brutal sport. So, you know, if somebody was looking to compete in it a bit, like not just do a one-off show, like, how do you, and maybe you're not the best person to ask this, but how do you recover properly? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll save myself out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those of you that don't know, I suffered a torn hamstring and a torn calf in my last event, so but I'm working on it. I mean, we sometimes we push ourselves too hard, but like, But honestly, ideally, though, things like, happen. Like, oh, 100%. So like for, for this show, this was probably the first show that I've ever done where I felt amazing the entire time yeah like my prep was on point my nutrition was on point sleep is sleep you know it's hit and miss for everybody yeah um but i felt amazing that day like normally i have a really bad problem with cramping and i wasn't cramping at all you know i was well hydrated everything was going really well and things things just happen but like is and do you think there should be like maybe like a time span in between doing shows like should you at least take you know 
two months off, or not off, but like, should you be doing not them like necessarily. back to back or? Like, I think especially if you're new to the sport, I think you should be doing as many shows as you can. And that's what I did my first two years. I did every single show that popped up kind of close to my location. If I had to hop over to a province, I would. I was doing, like, eight shows a year, and I think that's why I progressed so fast because I got my hands on every single implement that was out there. I tried all the events. Um, being nervous in front of a crowd. <laughs> I still get nervous in front of a crowd, even you talking. Never, you never lose that, though. You no. know, like, how many so. shows have you competed in? Three. Yeah. yeah it's exciting, though, and yeah. that's, part of, that's part of it. Exactly. Oh, like, yeah. you're still nervous w until you finally get out there, right? Like, you always have those nerves. And there's always the next yeah, level. Always do. Yep. Yeah. There's always mm -hmm. the next level, so. Yeah. But then I think once you become like a seasoned amateur, even up to a pro, yeah, you can pick and choose what shows you want to do. But I mean, like, I still want to do every show that's out there, support the local promoters and yeah. whatnot. Well, we actually had this conversation, the same conversation with JF. And so for those of you that don't know, JF Carone, nine-time Canada's Strongest Man. Um, and he said, you know, like his, his big philosophy with it was, to compete as much as possible because competing is where you actually like kind of expose your weaknesses you learn yeah that's where you're going to learn the most right because you can you can train under whatever circumstances you kind of put yourself in but it's never going to mimic a competition no right like in so the gym you get to start your deadlift rep when you're ready to exactly your like you can yeah, still have totally. something like we try to do the you know, like, hey, yeah, I'm going to do my yoke carrier, my Husafel, whatever. And then, you know, you stand over top of it and it's athlete ready, three, two, one, go. Ah, oh, no, I'm not ready yet. No. Okay, let's <laughs> no, try again, again, right? Yeah. Whereas in a competition, you don't have that. Yeah. So, and then something as simple like sandbag toss. So, bag toss is probably one of my better events. And in training, I nailed it every single time. Bang, bang, boom. Well, got to the show and I missed the last one and it just... Uh, I know what I did wrong. I don't know why I did it, but it's still, it's just one of those things, right? So mm -hmm. if the next show that I would have been able to do had a bag toss, you know, I know what I did. I can consciously mm -hmm. go to it and try to fix it, right? No, that, so, makes, a, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. right? Because you don't have that time, like a big gap in between to exactly. forget what you did, yeah. right? It's like fresh in your memory, like, okay, yeah. So and I know that. for us, like for recovery purposes, like we focus a lot on like massage therapy, physio, uh, a lot of hot, cold, you know, again, focus hard on your nutrition, your sleep, making sure that you actually have a post-training day kind of ritual, you know, like you're doing a cool down, you're stretching properly, then you go home, you know, you have your meals, you do whatever you have to do, you hop in the shower, have a nice cold shower, warm, hot, cold, back and forth, blah, 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 blah. Try to keep, try to help mitigate some of those injuries like injury you doesn't matter what you do injuries are you're, it's inevitable prevalent yeah. but yeah there it's it's definitely inevitable in, in any and all aspects of life so just finding those things that you can do that work for you i don't know why people are scared of stretching <laughs> it's a very yeah yeah so yeah. i was actually told by somebody it's in the scary. sport that if i stretched it actually makes you weaker because <laughs> your muscles yeah like everything i don't know it was a whole big thing so yeah. and we talked to it we actually well at the gym we had yoga for the longest time so we, i talked to our the yoga instructor about it and 
she agreed that you know like hyper flexibility can obviously yes. inhibit yeah. you, you know performance yeah you can overstretch but, but you can also understretch yeah. by not stretching at all therefore leading to an injury if you overstretch let's say your hamstrings like hours a day and then go and try to pull a max deadlift well mm, your hamstrings aren't taut so what what's pulling the deadlift exactly so you got to exactly. find a balance but when i hear people say oh don't stretch like that's not good for you yeah, yeah i think too like we used to recommend that people stretch before their workouts and now it's like you don't have to do that before your workout so i feel like maybe people took that information yeah they kind of yeah. took it's it like a little too far yeah, yeah. Like, so well, well that's just i know i used to sit when i first got into drill well, because football like when i played football that's what it was you oh, had yeah. your warm up and it was yeah your dynamic stretching warm up and you sit there for 20 minutes and then you start your practice right Mm -hmm. yeah and same thing with the games and stuff so you know i took that into my training and then started strength sports and you know like stretched a little bit and did all that and then people are looking at me they're like he's stretching yeah look at this loser over here stretching it was like oh and then yeah everybody's telling you they're like no you don't do that like um i was told that more like to do the more dynamic warm-ups which in turn, yeah, definitely made sense yeah. for yeah. for the sport. Yeah, totally. Makes more sense in just for training in general, doing those dynamic warm-ups, blah 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 blah. But then afterwards, yeah, like you still need to. Like I still stretch thirty minutes. Every day. Yeah. Almost, yeah, almost every day. If not every day, it's no. Every, she does make me do no. it. It's just Before one of those training like, session. Okay. But depends on my job. Like, thankfully, I don't have a nine-to-five job. I'm very thankful for that because I could not imagine sitting on my ass all day and then walking into the gym and be like, oh, stretching's bad for me. And then I'm just going to start lifting. It's like, you've been sitting like this all day for like nine hours. It's like 30 minutes of stretching is not going to hurt you. Nope. Well, and again, like, and it doesn't have to be static stretching. You can do like a nice dynamic dynamic. style. Walk on the treadmill, warm up your muscles. Do all that. But if something feels tighter out of place than address it right? yeah. like, oh exactly I think yeah, pe- too many people it. ignore that oh yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Like, and that's that's when the injuries happen mm-hmm. it's like yeah. oh my hamstrings are tight <laughs> should do Probably something, about do yeah. something I think a lot of that comes from experience too like you have sure. to learn your body and how your body works and how it handles different situations like we're all so different like for me I take a long time to warm up Mm-hmm. Like, it's ridiculous how long I and take. The and opposite. then, like, I'll go with a friend and they're like, throwing 45s on. I'm like, I'm not ready for that. that makes me come <laughs> back. A lot, the, a lot of the powerlifters at our gym do that. They'll go and, like, the one guy, Durrell, I mean, he's he has the biggest um, tested deadlift in Canada. So, like, he's he's a tank, but he'll go up, load up three reds aside. And that's, like, he, he does that. And then goes and, you know, he's he's got a warm-up regimen, but mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of, like, he's very methodical with his warm-up. And then he goes and, like, that's that's his starting point now. You know, three reds aside. Three like, reds. I don't even know what that is. That's his warm-up. Yeah, yeah. that's that's his warm-up. <laughs> wow. And I'm like. 375. I just did that. There you go. Head, yeah. Thanks, babe. <laughs> so, yeah, so his warm-up is 375. That's more than a lot of people can even fathom doing in general. No doubt. Right? Like, I get Crisis. that he's an 800-plus puller. Still. But still. If you that's know. a warm-up weight. Like, that just seems yeah. a little little aggressive. Well, oh, I yeah. mean, he had to carry one plate over to the bar. Yeah. And then he had <laughs> to lift up the side of the bar. Yeah. That's the warm-up so. is <laughs> doing those little just things. being smart. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's crazy. So And that'll change, too, as you age and you go oh, through God, different yeah. phases in your life. 
I used to hate. Well, I, I'm not the biggest fan of hot cold, but like, I'm not one to just jump in the ice tub. Mm-hmm. Oh. This Bailey loves it, but I'm I'm not one to just jump in the ice tub. I'm very <laughs> much a. Oh, this is so <laughs> that would be me. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. getting in there. But like the hot cold shower is, I love that. Like that's so nice. At the Never end, especially that, oh, it's you can control it a little more, so you don't have to like <laughs> freeze yourself. Yeah, you know, yeah. you just kind of like. That's cold cold enough, you know? All right, it's warming up a little bit. Okay, a little cold. Okay, okay. Yeah. You have a little more control. We used to do uh, Banya, so it's the Russian sauna, so the hot hot and cold treatment. So you sit in the sauna, which you... Lovely. Oh, God, it is obnoxiously hot. (laughs) But then the cold tub, it is. It's just a giant wooden vat of ice cold water, and, you know, it's... The worst part like about fun. it is it's something that you have to climb into. Oh, oh god! So it's not like one of those ones where you just kind of like jump into it. You actually have to climb. So for me, that made it worse because it's, <laughs> you know, you step over and there's, you know, up to your ankle in the water, and then you're supposed to lower yourself into this. I'm like, God yeah. damn, no! Oh, I just jump in. Okay, fine. Like lowering myself in is. Ooh. It's like torture. All right. <laughs> but then you get some people. They just. Um, so just because you mentioned it a couple times, um, nutrition, obviously it's going to be different for everybody, Mm -hmm. but like maybe just like basic guidelines, um, kind of, because I think fuel is important, right? Especially in this sport. Carbs are your friend. (laughs) Please eat your carbs. That's, yeah. (laughs) I, I was really bad for it, for nutrition. Like I just... Mass moves mass, right? That's the common... That's a very... Yeah. It's it's not a misconception. Like, it's very true. Mass moves mass, blah, 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 blah. But this is a very athletic sport. Oh. Like, this sport is very, very athletic. Um, When I did my very first show, the first event was truck pull. I was still out of breath going into the third event. (laughs) Okay, I'm talking, like, an hour later, I'm still... (laughs) So... Yeah, I hired a nutrition coach, and, like, Bailey's been really good with hers for the longest time, so, yeah. Do you sure. guys have a mantra or some mindset hack that you use? Like, is there something that gets you going, like the one or two mantras that you repeat to yourself? Like, going into the gym or having a workout, like, I have a couple, like, if I've committed to something, I'm like, okay, if I'm either dead or I'm in the hospital, like, this is happening. Or PR or ER? Yeah. What's that one? Basically, exactly what you yeah, said. Okay. You buy their PR, personal record, or oh, yeah. ER, emergency room. <laughs> PR or ER. Yeah, like that's it. a good one. I'll give you that. Um, using that one. I, yeah, I feel like I have to be doing a competition or else I kind of just dry gas into the gym. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll do whatever I want. But if I'm actually signed up for a competition and I know my events... Like, okay, I, I have to do this because I'm on a timeline. Yeah. Because I'm not going to spend all this money and go to a show and, like, I'll still have fun, but I don't want to bomb it <laughs> if is, I have this option not to. This is where we clash. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say something else. Um, Sorry. Oh, while I'm, de- like, while I'm lifting, too, like, I, it's heavy. I don't want to do it. I have a whole 60 seconds I got to do it, but I just kind of replay in my head, like, you got like 60 seconds and then you're done you can rest or like 10 seconds left and then you can do whatever you want 10 more seconds it's like you're not gonna die it feels like you're dying but you're not gonna die you're okay you're okay that's what replays in my head but i'm a little mm, crazy 
Very I get a little <laughs> crazy when it comes to lifts. A little oh, intense. Yeah. yeah. No, I just, I'm the opposite. I just, I, I like being, I, I just like having fun. You're just having fun. Yeah. I, You're I, just I, lifting shit and throwing it around. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I've, I've done the whole, um, be intense, get hyped up, like, this is my, I'm doing this, I'm doing this now, like, my number one goal, I don't care, screw everybody, like, this is happening, and I just, it just puts my, it puts my focus out of whack, like, it, I don't but know. But you don't I have find, fun doing that. No, but that's what I mean, like, I, I find if I get too serious about something, it, it does, it just takes my, takes my drive away, mm-hmm. whereas if I'm lifting and having fun and joking around, you know, it kind of makes me want to do it more. Like, legit, I've been at shows where I stop halfway and joke with the promoter, talk to the ref and stuff, and she'll just go crazy. What are you doing? Keep going. And I'm like, You're not the one, like, pounding on your chest. No. If I'm doing something like that, it's, yeah, I'm I'm just goofy. Being a goof. Yeah, just just joking around, right? So that was one show I went, and it was the K-Day show last year. I'm lifting stones, doing the stone run. Got to the one made an attempt at it it wasn't i wasn't moving it so i kind of like half-assed like a oh oh well and stepped on the stone and did like a front double bicep flex and like the crowd (laughs) went crazy Mm -hmm. so it was it was awesome and then same thing like i was doing the yoke carry well 900 pound yoke walking with it on your back and like walk with it halfway and you know you're supposed to drop turn around and walk it back i dropped it turned and i'm like holy this is heavy like jesus anybody else want to switch in you know like, <laughs> and they're all laughing and going and so I get back under and walk back but yeah it might cost me some might cost me some points and whatnot but it's just it's it's fun it's like it just makes it more enjoyable so yeah, yeah that's good I, I like that there's like two different you guys have like two different uh, personalities with it approaches with it yeah. it's, it's like cool I, I, I can have i can have fun but I'm not gonna stop mid lift <laughs> to flex. Like, yeah, so basically. Flex <laughs> the flex can wait till after. She just recently actually started trying to like work the crowd, right? Yeah. So like, whereas I'm very much, uh, you know, he's the show horse. I, I, yeah, like, I'm there for the show. show. I'm there yeah, for this. Yeah. I'm there for the spectacle. Like, I want to draw people in. I want to make people want to do. That's why you're the announcer. Exactly. Right? <laughs> So, like, I want to make people want to do this, right? Whereas, like, Bailey just started getting into it, like, at OSG, so the original Strongman Games last year. She was going into, I think it was Circus Dumbbell or something. So they had, like, the medley of it. Stat or sandbag to shoulder, one of them. Okay Days was when I started doing all that stuff. Yeah, but at OSG, like, she walked up to one of it, and, you know, like, whereas everybody's running and lifting, running and lifting, she ran up and, you know, like, stopped and, like, let's go, let's go, trying to get the crowd going and the crowd cheering and everything. And then you know, went into the lift, right? And that's people, as much as this sport is strength-based, like, a lot of it is the showmanship of it, right? Like, if you put on a good show, that's what promoters want, right? So it's just, totally. again, like the fitnessing show this weekend, like, it's it's a, it's an event, but it's more, it's a, it's a show, right? You want to put on a show for the crowd. Mm-hmm. You want to get people, you know, just curious about the sport, wanting to come out and give it a try. Mm-hmm. I think... I've loved to see, like, some of the, like, rivalries that start happening in the show, right? Like, maybe originally, you know, everyone's, like, best friends, and then, like, midway through, it's just, like, you you see these, like, pair-ups where these people are just going so hard against each other, they're like, all right. But it's, like, like you said, it's still, like, cheering each other on. Oh, yeah, it's still still fun, but. Yeah. No, there as well. The last year I competed in the Strongman Classic, it was me and uh, Nathan Donahue. Oh, yeah. 
and yeah we eventually like set ourselves apart from being first and second like we know what was happening but we were tied pretty much the entire day yeah and yet he edged me out in the last event but yeah like those rivalries are so much fun because it does like you get to play off each other and it hypes the crowd and like oh it makes like those are the those are the times where you know i might be a little bit more focused but it's more or less just like just to just to like poke right because you know the crowd's into it you know they're into that like game of it they're like oh check this watch this like let's go these guys are neck and neck so play with it a little more well because that's that's kind of the thing is like what like what can you potentially win like other than you know like the titles and the medals and stuff like that like are there like unless you get to the arnold classic like are there big prize money and like all the stuff leading up to it because i know like in bodybuilding until you get to the arnold stage there's like zero money yeah. a lot of the pain. time yeah <laughs> you're, even you're even at the arnold like it's a good it was a good payout this year but you wouldn't be able to live off of it so if i were to do like every local show and like high calibrated show every year i wouldn't be able to quit my job but it would i would <laughs> pay for my trips to at least go to these places at least and like some of them, some of them have big money like so there's Western Canada's Strongest Man and Woman happening, and then there's the KD shows happening. And I believe those ones have, like, I think it's, like, a $5,000 purse for the for prize money, right? So and then, and then that gets divvied up how they see fit. So at the Farm Strong Classic, it was the same thing. It was a $5,000 purse that was broken up between all 10 athletes. Um, and then most of the time, though, like, it's you get a nice medal or trophy or something along those lines. And it's kind of the, this is definitely a sport where, again, like bodybuilding and whatnot, even powerlifting, like these are more so sports that you're not necessarily, you're not necessarily doing to make a living off of. You're doing it for the love of it and to see where you can go. Mm -hmm. So again, like, so Colton, um, he, he started this sport um, him and his wife started before she passed and he he want like he wants to go to the world stage yeah. and so he literally like started at Calgary's Strongest Man one year and slowly progressed and now he's like we earned pro we got pro at the same time and we went to the Magnus, Magnus Classic together well he went to a show in Texas he went to a show in Iceland he went to a show. He just came He's back from a show Finland. in Finland. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's, well, Bailey. Bailey's been to all over the state. She's been to Alaska. She's been to Norway. She's been to Ireland. Like, so it's not necessarily, like, the monetary value that you get out of it. It's more just, like, the experience. experience. It is. Totally. Like, I would love to make a living off of doing this. Like, uh, that would be my end goal was just to compete in strongman forever and retire i think that's like <laughs> that would be the life but i don't think i would have retirement for me could <laughs> <laughs> be a stay at home dad yes. right cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but i don't think Sponsor. i i wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't have gone to any of these places if i didn't have strongman like yeah i'd like to go to norway i'd like to go to iceland I'd like to go to siberia Oh yeah, Russia. Probably wouldn't have, have ever, ever gone in my entire life. Yakuts. Yeah. 
Yakutia. Yakutia, no. Yakutia, Russia. Exactly, right? That's just it. I never knew. She Ooh. comes back and tells me she's doing moss wrestling. So moss wrestling, for a lot of you that don't know, it's basically... Tug of war with a stick. Tug of war with a stick. You're wrestling over a stick. You sit you sit face that. to face. Like, you know, there's a board in front of you. You and sit you down. Your feet, on it. Your feet are on the yeah. board. You grab a stick, like that. switch grip, and then you pull it away from the other guy. It's a huge sport in, uh, in Russia. Like it's a it's, it's a very it's sport. yeah it's a huge thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bailey comes back telling me that she's doing this moss wrestling thing, and I just laughed because you do you, I, nope. <laughs> and you know, a month later she comes back and tells me she's like, "Hey, guess where I'm going? I'm going to Yakuts." I'm like, "What the hell did you just call me? Like what?" <laughs> she's like, "No, it's a place in Russia." I'm like, "Why? The, what?" She's like, "Yeah, I won this and I won this and I'm going to Russia." It's like. Yeah, I want to spot. What? I want to spot to worlds. Yeah. Oh. So it's again, it's not so much the monetary value. It's it it is. It's the experience. Hundred percent. So the places you go, the people you meet. It's, I have friends all over the world. Yeah. It's so cool. We know like, we can exchange two words to each other. Hello. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. But oh yeah. We stay in contact. We comment on each other's posts and just watch each other's lives explode like olga olga's from ukraine she's <laughs> she's hilarious currently she's such a staying in u.s right now due to circumstances but yeah she's like commenting on my posts and encouraging me to be a strong fit mommy and, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. and i was like oh that's cool like oh, yeah. i got a friend from ukraine yeah. that's cool that's well and it is it's it's crazy so we went to the art i competed at the arnold right and so we're there and we have people from the UK that are that know us, but are coming up to Bailey and like, oh, who's the baby? You know, like <laughs> random people. Like, I I haven't seen you for a year, and you know, it's just yeah. Okay, let's we're doing this right, yeah. like so. It's super cool. Yeah, it's it is. It's the experience of it all is definitely, and I mean something as simple as like when, again for me like competing in the Farmstrong Classic. Like, I got to compete in front of JF. I got to hang out with him. I got to you know, go up against uh, Gabriel Riem. So he he's the 10th strongest man in the world. So I got to compete against him, right? Even like, competing at the Magnus Classic. Yeah, Magnus I got to, was your judge. Yeah, Magnus for Magnus, that four times world's strongest man was Icelandic the judge. Dudes. Like, competed against a 6'10", 400-pound giant. <laughs> so, and like now, like, yeah, I have no guys from Lithuania, guys from Iceland, like... You know, you message them and you're like, oh, yeah, no, you come over and come stay, come stay. <laughs> like, yeah, if you're coming here, you, you got a place to stay. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's it's crazy. It's, it's like family. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So family through strength, really. Okay. Community through Community strength. Community through strength. So. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's a really good place to wrap it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's what it's all about is uh, the experience and community. Pretty it's much. Family. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Like, I... All my best friends, my fiance, met everybody through this. So amazing! That's yeah. our life. Even if we stop competing, we're still going to be around. Oh yeah, yeah. well yeah, because yeah. we're the Alberta reps for Strongman Corp. Um, we like coming to yeah, we come out to Cranbrook every year. Yeah, come on, help like here. So, so if people have any questions, how can they get a hold of you or reach out to you? I'm usually mostly on Instagram, so if you want to look up BDZ Lemon Squeezy, <laughs> that's my handle. <laughs> yeah. 
or you can look up the Procaist Strongman, Procaist <laughs> underscore Strongman. Or if you really want to, you can just look us up on the Alberta Strongman Court page as well. Yeah, there that's us. Yeah. So well, lots of questions there. have inspired a lot of people, I'm sure. So thank you for that. Mm. And thank, thank you for your time. We look yeah. forward Fantastic. to seeing you. See you on the course tomorrow. So next year, truck pull. And then we'll do for some, and then we'll go shoot some hoops, free throws. Yeah, okay, fine. I was still, I'm still like thinking you're gonna make me do it tomorrow. No, no, no. Go test this. Maybe I'll compete. Maybe, maybe I'll compete. Maybe good for Instagram. There you go. Hey, you heard it. She said she might compete. Yeah, I know the, I know the, I know the promoter. Yeah, I can get you in. Yeah, I can get you in. Awesome. Well. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and well, listening, thanks. and thank you guys for coming on. And thank you. Uh, yeah, if you want to get into strong men or strong women competition, hit, hit them up. Yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Excellent. Looking right. forward to it. Cool. Well. I do have to admit, after that interview, I might be a little bit closer to eventually competing in a strongman competition myself, but we'll see. You'll have to stay tuned for that. But if you would like to learn more about the strength sport itself, or you're interested in going into a competition, remember to reach out to either Bailey or Josh through Instagram. BDZ Lemon Squeezy and Procaist underscore Strongman. And thank you to both of them again for coming on the podcast. And we'll catch you guys next time on Rise Train Dream. See ya.